It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <coughs> It starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day! And welcome to another Can Crusher Spotlight I am your host, Mark Martinez, and I'm having a beer during this Can Crusher Spotlight because it's been one of those days, but this Can Crusher Spotlight is with Ray Lynn. Ray Lynn has been, uh, we've been friends for a while. Uh, we, We met at International Wrestling Cartel, IWC as we like to call it, all the time in Pittsburgh. Uh, she was a little dastardly for a while, there's my quota, with her husband, Dylan, but, uh, she's worked her ways into our hearts, and we've just really clicked. We've been trying to do this Can Crusher Spotlight for a while, as you'll hear her bring it up, uh, in the interview, and guys, there's a little bit of random sounds, that's because... Raylan is going about 125 miles an hour to her next event because she's so damn busy. Uh, This is a fun interview. We bounce all over the place with her career that started in OVW, which, hey, we love OVW, to where she is now in uh, women's wrestling as a superhero. Uh, Guys, make sure you listen to this. This is great. We love Raylin, and uh, hopefully we can have her on more and actually get her subdued so we can have her in front of the mic and not going uh, 120 miles. No, she really wasn't going that fast. It's just the Bluetooth and the windows and all that. I uh, don't want to get Raylin in trouble, but she'll. <laughs> the interview is coming up right after this message from our great sponsor, Call Our Elbow. We love you. Hats. Hoodies, sweats, tees, you hear hear it all the time. And when you check out, type in OVW for an extra 10% off. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. (laughs) 
And welcome back to Can Crushers. We are pretty much on the road with Raylin as she's driving back from an event that uh, she's just all over the place. Welcome to Can Crushers, Raylin. Hey there, how you doing today? Good, good. Uh, so where are you coming from right now? Because I know you're just busy. You are all over the place. Um, well, I was just doing something that's kind of low-key. I can't really talk about it right now, um, but I am on my way home. Uh, not everything I do I can put out in the public until it happens, so this is one of those times. This is, you, this is actually your second time on Can Crushers. We did a little uh, after-the-match interview with you, and that's exactly the way that you started uh, the last one, that you can't <laughs> say anything. I'm always up to something, even if it might not seem like it. Um, I just know from uh, things that have happened in the past, I don't like saying what my next move is because you never know things happen. And uh, wrestling changes. The card is always subject to change, right? It is. It is. Yeah, and I don't want to get you in trouble. I I thought maybe you were just saying, hey, I'm coming back from the grocery store or whatever, but that's okay. That's all right. (laughs) Nope, I'm always up to no good, so just know that. (laughs) No kidding. So let's rewind a little bit, and fans that don't know much about Raylin, let's take them on the whole story, and I'm talking about little Raylin. Who got you involved in the wrestling? Was it dad, grandpa, a cousin? I mean, Super Hentai said it was his sister, for the love of God, so. So, um... The reason I started wrestling wasn't because when I was a little kid. I did grow up with all guys. We did watch wrestling, but I didn't watch wrestling through high school. I didn't watch it until I was in my 20s again. Um, I was bartending at a local um, sports bar, and the guys came in, and they watched it on Monday nights, and I got into it, and that's pretty much whenever I started wrestling. Wow, that's a fast story. That is just like, yep, it's on TV, and I liked it. Yeah, Cliff Notes, Cliff Notes. It's actually a really long story, but we'll just do the Cliff Notes today. That's good. Uh, So when you were watching it at the bars and everything with the guys, who were some of your favorites? You were probably watching the Monday Night Wars, right? Um, When I was bartending? Yeah. So this would have been like 2009, 2010. Okay, not the Monday Night Wars. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um... Yeah, that's a little bit. That that was more when I was in like middle school, okay. and elementary school. So yeah, that was a bit ago. Um, so no, it was like Randy Orton and um, John Cena were super huge at the time. Okay, okay. So I know your trainers, and I know a little bit uh, about everything else. But where and who were your trainers? So I studied at Ohio Valley Wrestling. Uh, my original trainer was Nick Dinsmore. Uh, and then after I finished the beginner's class, I moved on to the intermediate class. Uh, a man named Frank Miller and Al Snow were my teachers then. And I still trained with Nick a little bit until he got signed with NXT as a trainer there. Did you have any work with Rip Rogers as well in OVW? I worked with Rip later, but not really because... Rip was not allowed to teach the women's class at that time because he had misbehaved. Right. Well, okay. Uh, right. Um, so 
since you've been uh, at OVW right off the get, you've been on weekly episode TV. How is that right from the beginning? You know, you know, some people it takes years to get there. Here's you, boom, right on TV as a youngster. Well, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing. Whereas I wasn't really developed as a wrestler, people saw me with all the struggles, right? So people would be like, oh, well, she's not very good, but they weren't taking into consideration that I had only been wrestling for three months, training-wise. So you do your beginner's training, and after three months, you're thrown right into the ring for TV. So you're, like, fed to the wolves. So it's kind of like sink or swim. Um so it's it's like I said, it's really good because like I was right on TV and I got instant exposure, but it was really bad because I wasn't completely developed as a wrestler or character yet. But do you think I'm gonna really fast forward now? But do you think that helped you before? Because now you're on your alter ego uh, is on women of wrestling. Did you think that prepared you right off the get for that though? The knowing with you know, going back a couple years, I got so, this. Yeah, I've always worked on, I've worked on TV since day one. So I've always known how to work TV and I've always known that character was really important and I know what angles they hit. So yeah, it helped out a lot. But at the same time, when I went out onto the Indies after OVW, I had no clue what I was getting myself into. Whereas we would have a five minute match. Like I went onto the Indies and they'd be like 12 minutes and I wouldn't know what to do. Like I, I didn't know... I had no idea, and I didn't know who I was because I was so used to being so micromanaged and having an agent and all that. And then when you go out into the indies, like, you have creative control. And I'm like, what do I do now? So it's definitely – I've learned so much. Just I've been so many places, and I've learned from so many different people. So it's it's been good. It's definitely been helpful for my TV because not only have I done that, I've done Impact, I've done WWE, I've been on Ring of Honor a handful of times. So it's, it really did prepare me for what was ahead in my future. Yeah, and you pretty much segue perfectly for me. You have worked with a who's who of people. Let me, I mean, this is just a touch of people that people like say, oh my God, I know there's a lot more. Uh, you have Britt Baker, who is now with All Elite. You have Crazy Mary Dobson, who is Sarah Logan. Uh, Heidi Lovelace, who's Ruby, Angel Dust, Tessa, Marty Bell, uh, my favorite, and I just found this out recently, you worked with Thunder Rosa, who I think is amazing, uh, Mickey James, Shayna Baszler, what kind of stories do you have there, because that is kind of a who's who of women right now. I mean, I'm just, I'm really lucky to have got to wrestle with such women, like, Mickey James, like, I wrestled Mickey James. That's one of the coolest things. That was one of the best moments of my career. I was only like a year or two in, so super green, but wow. It's just like, I think back and I think of how lucky I am. Whenever I start getting kind of like, you get down on yourself in this business and it's easy to do because, you know, you're trying so hard to get yourself to this position. And then I look back and I realize that not everyone has had the opportunities that I have. Yeah, and so it's pretty cool. You you started at OVW. You came up east and uh, it's Pittsburgh with IWC. You, you've became well known there. Uh, you and your husband who moved out to California for a while. So let's talk about California for a little bit. Well, California was 
pretty awesome. That's kind. That's basically what set me up to be on WOW um, Wrestling. I we moved out there. We struggled a bit because it is a difference. There's a huge difference East Coast to West Coast. Uh, I learned so much there. My roommate uh, Peter Avalon, fantastic wrestler. If you ever have time to look him up, look him up. He's PPA or PP Ray. Him and his tag partner, they're just amazing. Um, yeah, look them up if you get a chance. So I got to train with him. He was great. Uh, someone saw me wrestling on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I went Dan Masters. Uh, he was doing ring announcing at the time. He saw me wrestle at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He gave me Dave McLean, who is the owner of Wow Wrestling, him and Jeannie Buss. Uh, he gave me this email and he said, hey, message them. We have a show this Friday. So I messaged them and I didn't think I was going to hear anything back because it was kind of short notice. They're like, yeah, we'd love to have you. So I had what they had was Friday night fights at the time. It was at a hotel in Long Beach. It was awesome. I wrestled Malaya Husaka, who is also incredibly awesome. She's been around for a while. She's kind of, she's a vet and she's really good at what she does. Uh, I got to wrestle her. We had a fantastic match. And then like the rest was from there. It was like, I was on all their shows and, and they put me on their TV and we're getting ready to record another season. So I mean, I look at every single move I made because not only did I live in California, I lived in Detroit, I lived in Indianapolis, I lived in Kentucky. Like, people don't realize all the places I've been and everything I've done. Um, but every little thing I've done, even if at the moment it was like, wow, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? It's set up for something different that was going to happen in my career, and I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. If it's a one-match-off in Nashville or something, something's going to come out of it, right? Exactly. Um, and then that takes me to, like, Rise. Uh, I took a chance on doing a Rise seminar, and I ended up being on their Rise roster now. And from that, I got to do Impact. And, you know, it just – it's like if you invest in yourself, if you take time and invest in yourself, other people will notice. I, Raylene, I, I'm telling you, you're reading my notes. I was just going to bring up Rise and uh, your partner, Bones of Contention, uh, Karen Q. And when it came to Pittsburgh, how big it was. It, it got, a lot of us didn't know, I did. A lot of other people didn't know about Rise. And, you know, they partnered with IWC and it just opened up more for the women. So uh, talk about Rise and what it really has done for you, you know, a little bit more in depth. So we took a chance. It was me, Britt Baker, and Zoe Sky, formerly Angel Dust. We all took a chance. We heard about this seminar through AIW. Uh, John Thorne told us, hey, this guy's doing this thing. It's the day before Shimmer. It's a tryout. And we're all like, uh, do we want to do this? We've never heard of this company. Do we really want to take our time and do this? Uh, so we did. You know, we piled in the car. We all got a room. We split the cost. And we all went, and, like, it worked out for each one of us. Uh, me, not so much the first time. They both got chosen on their first one. I didn't have – I took away a lot from it. Getting to see what the top women were doing inspires you to either – you either give up or you push harder. So I saw what those top women were doing, and I knew that I had to take more time and put into my ring work. I wasn't where I needed to be. 
So I think about a year later, I decided to do the seminar again, and I did, and I did a fantastic job, and that's whenever me and Karen got paired up. Right, and on that call, yeah, uh, th- and that's an amazing tag team, by the way. This, that's I think where you uh, you were dastardly all the time when you would come out with your husband Dylan, but uh, once you got the bones of contention, to me, that's where you like really became yourself, and uh, that tag team is one of my favorites. You know, you're up there with uh, his favorite tag teams, Rock and Roll Express, and everything. I mean, it's just they're fun. They are so fun. We had a really good chemistry right off the bat. Like we did not know each other at all. They threw us into this into this tag team, and we just made it work. Like you can't fake that kind of chemistry. You either have it or you don't. Right. It, the the way that you guys played the crowd and everything, it was spot on. It really was. Uh, I mean, it's easy because Karen's a performer and an entertainer, and. A, amazing in the ring and i i consider myself more of an entertainer performer my ring work is getting there but i've always put myself as more of a performer first yeah you're a hell of a dancer let's just say that (laughs) um so when you were at rise i want to stay there for a little bit or shimmer you know kind of partner them together uh tessa was there mercedes martinez was there diana peraza were there you know names of names that uh, or everybody knows, did you pick their ear? Did you just get in their ear, or did you just sit back and watch what they were doing? I'm more of a sit-back-and-watch kind of person. I, I watch what people are doing. I, I mean, you can ask questions all day, but really what it comes down to is hard work. Nice. And that's what I noticed with the, the girls you named. It's, it's the work they put in. It's the training they do. It's in the gym. It's all the shows they do, it's, it's how much pride they take in their work. They don't want to have a mediocre match. Every time they get in the ring, they want to do their best and they want to up their game. And that's what I picked up from watching them. Okay, excellent. Yeah, that, and, and that's sometimes it's better be shut up and sit in the corner like you are as a child and just listen and watch. Uh, I completely agree with that. So you won your first title. Your first title ever was against Nyla Rose. Am I correct? Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> That's... I think that was my first title. I don't... I had one... Early on in my career, I had won all these goofy titles in different places, but I think that was my first one. Um, yeah. Nyla... I'm going to take a second and talk about her real quick because she's just an incredible person. Um, so me and Dylan go to this show in West Virginia and they tell me uh, that I'm wrestling her. And I'm just thinking, wow, the size at that time I weighed maybe 105 pounds. I was small. Right. Right. So I'm just like, Oh man, I'm in for it tonight. Right. So just, her, she, her energy, she's another person that I feel has been way underrated, and I am so glad that she's getting this opportunity at AEW because she's been amazing to me. Uh, I was probably, it was less than a year whenever I had met her. She also helped me get my foot in the door with Japan. A lot of people don't know that. So Nyla is pretty incredible. Yeah, we'll get to the Japan stuff in a minute. Um, as you said, you did Raw, and again, 
Uh, your raw opponent was Nia Jax. Uh, what right. Did, what did you take from the raw experience? Well, in my life, I am always the underdog. Always. Anything I do, I have to fight for really hard. Uh, it was an amazing opportunity to be on Raw. Uh, it was a very short segment, and yeah, I got paid, so that's cool. <laughs> okay, that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, did you run into anybody backstage? You know, um, Sasha or Bailey or anybody that you, you kind of like just said hi to or anything, or was it just like in and out? Uh, well, yeah, you're backstage. You usually do the loop for like two days. So you do, you get an opportunity to talk to everybody. Um, some people are really super cool and they'll sit there and give you some feedback and they're awesome. Like, especially the people that came off the Indies, they're always there to give you their feedback and they're always very kind because they remember what it was like to be in your position. Uh, I remember, dude, I think it was AJ South giving us feedback on a match. How cool is that? So, it, it was a good experience. It was a good week. Yeah, that had to have been phenomenal, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so you also did, uh, you said all this, but I, I'm just reading my notes as we go. So you did two Impact shows, uh, one against Tessa, one against, um, the name's dropping my Taya. head. Yeah, thank you, Taya. Uh, how were those? You You made the trek up to Canada, correct? Uh, no, it was, I was in Vegas, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I go to Vegas quite a bit. I have a really good friend there, and I wrestle there a bit. Uh, so it was really cool. It was a cool experience. I loved working with both of them. They're both at the top of their game. They're impressive female athletes. I mean, Tessa is an athlete. I would say, like, she's probably one of the top female competitors in the world right now. And so, and Taya as well. Like, Taya is absolutely amazing. I would work with either one of them every single day of the week and be okay with that because they're both just, they're it. They're the it factor of women's wrestling right now. Yeah, the Cat Crushers ran across Tessa, one of her first matches in down by South Carolina. And, you know, Magnum was there, Tally was there, George South, her trainer, was there. And she is... One, not only a hell of a worker, but a sweetheart, too. I, I, anything you see on TV, if Tessa's going to punch me in the face, she can. But she is such a sweetheart. She loves her fans. I think she just, she is a wrestler. And in and out, like, she knows the business. I know a lot of people want to be like, oh, your dad's name, whatever. But that's not even it for her because she works so damn hard in the gym, training all the time, in the ring. Like, she's one of those people that put it all in the ring every single time she gets in there. And I respect the hell out of it. I really do. So we're going we're gonna to go, we're going to continue on ROH. You have had several ROH uh, shows now, too. How do they all differ a little bit? Uh, you can talk however you want to about it, but how do they all differ just a little bit, if you can touch on all of them? So my first match was... Kelly Klein. It was Kelly's first match being Kelly Klein. Um, you know, it was before she was the gatekeeper. It was her absolute first match in Ring of Honor. It was a very short match. Uh, she ate my lunch, and that was it, right? Uh, okay. My second match was against two of my very good friends, 
the Twisted Sisters. My tag partner was Sam Heights. Uh, me and Sam Heights started around the same time. We had tagged a few times at uh, various independent companies. We have a lot of – I love Sam. Sam is amazing. Uh, that's another one. If you have time, Sam Heights, amazing. Uh, or Sam Amazing, I should say. So we tagged with there's I, I like that match. It was a lot of fun. I, I, a lot of people in that ring that I that have a lot of talent. So it was that was I really enjoyed that one. Uh, the last one meant a lot to me because I was in my hometown of Pittsburgh and it was against Kelly Klein. Uh, and I remember saying something to her in the beginning. I said, "Hey, this is how it started." You know, except for we started. I think our first show was in Dayton, which is ironic because I'm driving through Dayton as we speak. Uh, yeah, our, it was in Pittsburgh. My friends were there because my friends live up on Mount Washington, and it was at Stage AE, so it was super cool. My friends got to see me wrestle on like a nice big platform, and yeah, it rocked. Yeah, that stage. I'll stop and talk about Stage A and E once. That is a hell of arena for ROH, NXT, anything like that. Like they really uh, maximize every ounce of space, and it, it's just it's cozy too. So everybody's like right on top of you, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love it. It's a great feel. Uh, whenever me and uh, Dylan used to go up to Canada all the time, we wrestled at this place called. And it was in a venue like that, but it was like a concert hall, and there were no railing up, and the fans would beat on the uh, mat as you wrestled. Like I just like that vibe. Whenever that's why I am the way I am as a performer. I feed off the crowd as much as they feed off me. I, I can't perform when it's quiet. Like so, I just like that rock star vibe. That's that's me all the way. So you would, um, Wrestle Circus is going to come back. You've heard about Wrestle Circus, correct? Yeah, I've had some friends wrestle there. I've never had any contact with them, though. That that was one of the first ones where I saw they let you just beat the hell out of the ring, and I'm like, man, I wish, I wish somebody in Pennsylvania would do that just to give a different vibe of wrestling because it's it's like a rock show. So, PA has laws where you have to have uh, guardrails. Yeah, I know. I know. I, P, yeah. PA, right? But I'm sure it can happen in West Virginia. So get, don't get your hopes too down. We're like literally right by the border. <laughs> right. I know. I know. So, all right. You've just returned from Japan uh, about a month. You're finally getting reallocated to everything, aren't you? It's actually been, it was a month a couple of days ago. Uh, it's so hard. We were supposed to have this interview a few times. It's just getting a – I don't think people realize, like, whenever you're gone for a long period of time and you're doing something, like, it's really hard to adjust back. Um, oh, it, it was reality. You get home. I, I went back to work. I cut hair for a living. It's not like I have a hard job. I enjoy my job. I, I really like cutting hair, actually. So, but just like getting back into the flow of things, uh, my sleep pattern was the hardest thing. I was waking up at like three o'clock in the morning every single day and going to sleep at like six. So it was really hard for me to be normal. Uh, I had a hard time. I had to cancel some wrestling shows just because I could not reacclimate. That three to six thing, that's also called a garbage man, by the way, too. So uh, anytime that you wake up and you want to jump on the back of the garbage truck with me, let me know. I'll pick you up. 
Oh, yeah, that's, that's that uh, lifestyle, huh? I'll bet that is time. Yeah, it really is a lifestyle. It sucks, by the way. Um, so let's dive, let's dive into some of your matches in Japan. Uh, what, first let me ask this question. Tell, tell the listeners how the fans differ from Japan to over here in America. Um, the fans don't chant like they do in the U.S. Um, they watch, they do cheer, which is a misconception. I think people think that the Japanese fans just sit there. They don't, they're, they cheer for you. Um, they take it, the fans are super cool. So like in the U.S., I think we talked about this because I had a problem with the guy, um, before I left, he said, because I was charging for photos and I'm like, listen, dude, I'm trying to save up for, to pay all my bills while I'm in Japan. And he got really butthurt and put me on blast all over the internet. And in Japan, people aren't going to get upset if you charge them for a photo. They actually, they come up to you with money already in hand to take a photo with you. So I think the fans respect the wrestlers a little bit more. Like they know that we're doing this for our living, you know, and we're doing this to get paid. Whereas in the U.S., I don't feel like people always understand that. They're like, oh, they're getting paid to do the show. But they don't think, well, they not only are they doing the show, but they have to travel, they have to eat, they have to do this, you know? Whereas in Japan, like, they understand more. Um, there's a, definitely a level of respect in Japan that isn't in the U.S. Every single person, uh, the fans help even clean up the arena after the show's over. Whereas in the U.S., like, we have to clean up after the fans. They leave garbage everywhere. In Japan, they pick up the garbage and they pick up around them before they leave. So there's not litter all over the ground. So it's just, like, things like that. Uh, it was it was hard to come home to some of the things I see. Yeah, and we'll get to the matches. You also did some sightseeing there. As, uh, we're, we're, guys, we're friends. We really are friends. Um you were all over the place. What were some of the cool places that you saw? And uh, how many panda pictures did you get? Uh, so the zoo at Wayno Park was probably one of my favorite places. I did get to see the pandas there. Uh, they're so cute. And there's a baby panda. So that was awesome. Uh, Wayno Park's favorite. And then I really liked uh, Harajuku. I love the shop, and they have really unique, like, street fashion there. So I spent a lot of time shopping. Uh, yeah, I, I love the shop. Food was amazing. I didn't think I was going to like the food. The meat's different. Uh, it's, some of those things are kind of weird. I'm happy to be home eating American food. But I, I have, like, a craving for seaweed now, which is weird. I was like, oh, I just need some seaweed in my life. Oh, okay. What was? Oh, and I went to Tokyo Disney. Tokyo Disney was incredible. What was? I'll get on Disney in a second. What was the weirdest thing you ate there? Oh, uh, NATO's disgusting. It's like sticky beans. I hated that. But I also ate um, tongue. I don't know what kind of tongue it was. It tongue is really hard to eat. It's very tough and not very uh, not very chewy. And I also ate jellyfish. I ate a lot of weird things. I ate whatever they told me to eat. So, uh, oh, so they we could play this game. They would be like, "Raylan, challenge," and I'd be like, "Challenge accepted." And then I had to eat whatever they put in front of me. You're a beast. You really are. You know, you're you're <laughs> 105 pounds, and you'll take on the world. I love it. I really do. 
I really will. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Disney. What, uh, how was that experience? I'm so jealous of that. I, my goal is sometime to get to every Disney, and uh, that one just looks so fun. Um, it was incredible. It's Disney. It's beautiful. They have this amazing electric parade at night with these like light up floats. That was it. Really stood out to me. That was like my favorite part. They spoke English there, which was nice because I haven't got to speak English for a while. I did stay in a dormitory with mostly Japanese women that spoke very little English. Uh, so Disney was really cool. Everything. I would love. To, I am going back. I'm going to go back. It's a thing. Well, that, next time I'm going to the sea adventure part of it. <laughs> that was my next question. Is there is there an opportunity? Is there something in the works that maybe you can not tell us but hint that you're heading back to Japan soon? There's a, it's in the works. We're not exactly sure when. Um, it will be this year, but it's in the works. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So let's talk about some of your matches. Uh, anything that stands out that really just blew your mind in your matches over there? Uh, one or two is great. I got the Russell Satamora, Miko Satamora. Uh, she is a legend, right? So that was just mind blowing, like incredible. Uh, I wouldn't say wrestling was much different. We didn't speak the same language, but it didn't matter. It's like dancing. You just know. You either can wrestle or you can't. Um, I, I really loved it there. I, the people I lived with and the, the matches I had. I, I wouldn't say that anything really stood out as a difference there. Like I said, it's, wrestling is wrestling. It's a universal thing. Okay. All right. That, that's fine. Uh, next question is going to oh, be... Okay, actually, go I'm going to take that back. Um, whenever you are wrestling in your matches, your team, so whatever company so I was there with Marvelous, your people are at the side. They're in your corner. So you can go over and get water during your match. And if you get hurt, they're immediately there with an ice pack. So that's nice. Your team's always in your corner. More like boxing or MMA. So you get a 15-second timeout or whatever you need. If you need it, yeah. Or if you, uh, there's a lot of tag matches. So whenever you're done, when you tag out, you can um, put ice on or drink water, whatever you need to get ready to get back in. Nice, and that's a good. That's a good thing. It's all about health then as well, right? Yes, taking care of your body because you can't make money if your body's broken. Right. Exactly. Uh, you blew my mind on what I was going to say because I was I was shocked you were going to actually bring that up. Um, Oh, that's it. You're, I haven't seen you since you've returned, but have you changed any of your move styles up a little bit? Have you brought anything over from Japan that's now in your set? Uh, yeah, I know a lot more technical wrestling now, and as I, I didn't really do much technical wrestling before. Um, I've always been a kicker. I have a background in martial arts, so... I would say my striking has gotten better because we worked on striking a lot more. Whereas, like, here we did, like, I literally had, like, a striking class. We would have kick class and strike class. So, yeah. And then my cardio is just insane. So, 
Yeah, the picture that I'm actually going to use up for this, your ribs, uh, your six-pack is a 12-pack or maybe even a case. You look phenomenal since you've come back. Uh, your promotional pictures are amazing. Oh, thank you. I actually put on a bit of size over there. I just I just ate. We trained so hard. All I did was eat and train and sleep. And then, you know, the occasional sightseeing. <laughs> the occasional sightseeing? That's a crock. It was sightseeing every day. Oh, yeah, it is sightseeing every day. But I literally, I had like two days off a week where I would really like go and see stuff. Right. All right. Let's. Yeah. Let's transition to your alter ego now, as uh, you did say you signed on for season two of WOW, and Chantilly, would, uh, you're crazy, but Chantilly's the next level of crazy. How did that come about? So, David McLean, like I said, they found me in Hollywood. Uh, he saw some of the stuff I used to do with like the Miley Cyrus thing, the purple lipstick, he knew that I was really into going to like music festivals and concerts and stuff. And he's like, well, why don't you make that your character? I was like, I, I could, I mean, I'm really, music is everything to me. There's wrestling and then there's music. I always wanted to be a rock star and Chantilly Chella combines both of those into one character. So I just, I love the vibes of that character. Whereas like in Pittsburgh, everyone always booked me like as a heel. I always had to be a bad guy, but in real life, I'm more about, like I said, the music. I'm about good vibes, good times, big fun. So it, it's cool to actually do a character that's more me than anything. How, Miley Cyrus was a lot you, too, when you were a little weaselly. It is, so I can do either way. I know I, I, another thing I tell people, I've been a bartender. I'm a barber. Um, I work in the service industry a lot, so I watch people, and I can play whatever character I ever need to play, just because I watch people, I see what they do, and I always have to be nice, that's the thing, when you're in the service industry, you're living off tips, so you're nice to people, but whenever I get to, the chance to be mean, I get to say whatever I feel like I wanted to say to that person that was shitty with me, you know? Right, uh, public, public's awesome, let's just say that. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about the studio. I, I love the studio of WOW. Um, again, the way way before your time, but it re it reminds me of TBS wrestling on Saturday night. I love the studio. How how's that make you guys all gel? Because you're right there. It, it's incredible. The studio, like, every time I look at the pictures and our videos that we get back from it and our vignettes, like, everything about it is so cool. It's so next level. It is a different kind of wrestling. If you're tuning in and you're thinking you're getting, like, WWE, you're not. We're, like, a different level, a different, I don't even know. It's, it's just a unique. It's its own product. And it's very exciting to be a part of something like that. It's something on TV that you really haven't seen in a long time. It does have the glow feel, but with modern-day wrestling. The whole superhero thing is is what it's about. You know, glow was, you know, my quotes, characters or whatever. But these are just you guys, or you women, I'm sorry, you women just supersized. Because I met Santana Garrett this weekend down at the Crockett Cup, and 
she's amazing. But then you throw her on the the WOW scale and she blows your mind. Yeah, it's it's such a cool time right now in wrestling, and then we're all getting this platform, and we get these fun characters, and we have amazing costumes, and we get this fantastic makeup. We're well taken care of. Um, actually, I leave in a couple days to go out to L.A., where we film our next season on the 16th. I think we start, and we I get to go out there. The hair is going purple again soon. Um it's really cool. It's definitely a superstar, next level stuff, like I said. Yeah, guys, and self-promotion for them. It's on the Access Network. If you don't have it, damn it, find a way. I dropped my one TV provider just so I could get access for New Japan and WOW. And Access is working well for you guys. They really are. Oh, they're incredible. They're, they're really working with us. They're giving us the promotional tools we need. Um, they're investing in us. And it's so cool to for a company like that to be investing in us. Yeah. So and I don't know if you know, Jeannie Buss was one of the original owners. And it's just, it's badass. She's a woman who owns a basketball team, right? So what? just having another woman invest in us, too, that believes in us, I don't know. Yeah, in a powerful, I get, I get choked up. a powerful woman too. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying like any woman. You know, there's women that own things, but she is. Uh, you say Jeannie Bus in the sports industry, everybody knows her. She is amazing. Yeah, and she is so. I remember um, I had a match and I snuck out to see some of my friends because, like, I lived there and they all came to see me wrestle. And I snuck out and I was talking to them and I saw her walk up behind me and she was like, Shinfilly, you are one of my favorite characters. You are, she's like, you're small, you're the underdog, but she's like, you have so much fight in you. And when she said that, I was like, I got tongue tied. I got choked out. But I was just like, this is incredible. This is my life. Like, what is life? It was so cool. And you to get tongue tied is amazing within itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I was going to ask uh, your favorite animal just to give you some panda time, but we, uh, we've we covered that, how you love pandas. so Yeah, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> so what's, what's from here? Um, there's so much going on. I mean, I don't want to say what is your goal, because everybody's goal is, you know, to be um, number one, this, that, and the other thing, make money, but... Where do you see, uh, you know, Raylind going now? You have WOW coming up. You have everything else in the works. I mean, what's what else can you tell us? I don't know. I don't know what's next. And it's kind of weird. Like I said, I came back from Japan, and I'm in a weird transitional stage right now in my career. I don't actually have I've, – I've hit, like, every goal I wanted, except for one um, – so we'll see. I don't know. I'm open to anything, and I'm just going to keep working hard, and I'm going to keep pushing and see what happens. Uh, if it all ended tomorrow, I'd be happy, and I'd be satisfied with what I've done so far. Excellent. So, uh, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Now now the three questions I pretty much ask everybody. This is the way we wrap everything up to bring it back. Uh, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Um, I want... You're the first woman that I've asked this. 
So give me your Mount Rushmore of wrestling for men and then for women. Or do you want to do it? Com- no, do it combined. Do it combined. I'll make you do it combined. My top four favorite. Is there four on Mount Rushmore? Yes, dear. Okay. Macho Man, Eddie Guerrero, Mickey James. Can I get one more? This is going to be such a hard choice because i got to put another woman up there. Oh. Oh. All right, let's go with um, let's go with Mae Young. Excellent. That that's. I'm glad you threw. You know, Macho Man. If we're gonna say older, older Eddie, you know, but you went deep with Mae Young, and that's well played. Well played. So I like. I go back and I watch old wrestling. It's something Rick always told me to do. He always says, what's old is new. Everyone's doing every... And we're in a day where everyone's doing everything and everyone's good at everything. So I like to go back and like just watch um, Fabulous Moolah and Mae Young and the women back then and see what they were doing because they started this. Oh, God, how could I forget? I have to put Medusa up there. I'm adding another head. Okay, that's fine. You out- I'm adding another head because... She is so incredible, and she deserves to be up there. She is. Five I, heads. She has five heads. That's fine. It's a, it's a McRae Mount Rushmore. Yes. Uh, I actually got to speak with Medusa this weekend as well, and, oh, my God, she's – not only do, did I love her as a wrestler, but just speaking, you know, behind the curtains and everything, she's a wonderful human being as well. She is. Um, she's one of those people, like, I've met her a few times, but if I ever have a question, like, she follows most of the female wrestlers on, like, Twitter and Instagram, so I can shoot her a message, and she always responds. She always gives me some advice, so I, I, I just find that incredible. She wants to see women succeed. Yeah, she really, she made a point to saying that, actually, uh, this weekend. Why, why Randy Savage? Um... How can you not? Just he just had the most charisma. He was such a hard worker. Um, when I think of wrestling, I think of Macho Man. I, I'm not disagreeing with you because he's on my Mount Rushmore as well. He's my all-time favorite wrestler. He is just he's the one that brought interviews to the light. I think before anybody else, you know, the cream of the crop, baby, you know, all that. He really is. He's over the top. He had that character, but he could also go in the ring. Correct. Correct. All right. So your your dream match against anybody, who would it be and where would it be? I wouldn't have a... Okay. I don't know if I have a where would it be. I don't have a where would it be. And my dream match... Oh... It would be cool to wrestle Medusa. She isn't doing that anymore, but if it was in her days, that would be really cool. Madison Square Garden? Isn't that everybody's dream at least a little bit? I mean, that's super cool, but like I said, I as long as I'm wrestling, I'm happy. Okay. All right, so you're, you're in OVW, and you're sitting back, and you're learning, and you want to ask so many questions... But now we're fast-forwarding. What do you tell the youngsters? I tell them to find a, a credible trainer. Um, there's a lot of people out there calling themselves trainers who 
just don't have the background to back it up. Um, safety is so important. You want to have a long, lengthy career. And then I also tell people, just because you've debuted doesn't mean you quit training. You also always be training. If you want something, you don't just quit. Football players don't get signed to the NFL and then never train again, you know? So if you're having matches, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be at training every week. Right. Uh, that's that's well said. All right, Raylan. So tell everybody where they can find your million Facebook and uh, Instagram and everything. Well, I only have a personal Facebook, so um, don't find me on there because I will not add you back. Uh, I have my Instagram account, which is Raystar5, R-A-Y-S-T-A-R-5. I have my Twitter. It's at Ray, R-A-Y underscore L-Y-N. I also have my two accounts on uh, Twitter and Instagram for Chantilly, and those are in my bio. So you can just click on those if you want to find out what Chantilly's up to. Being a rock star, right? Being a rock star, 24-7. Uh, Raylan, thank you. Uh, I'll let you get back to paying attention to the road as you're a little bit past date in Ohio now. Um, I will see you soon, I'm sure. But uh, thanks for coming on Can Crushers. Thank you. Have a good one. Raylan hit the nail right on the head. You do not stop training. Those are two huge pieces of advice that are looked over. One with the trainer. Uh, you, you should be accredited. You really should know that your trainer is going to have your back and so on and so forth. Thus, I will give my plug in to Al Snow Wrestling Academy. Guys, don't forget OVW is having their combine. It's coming up real soon. It is June 1st. Go to www.aswa.live if you want to sign up. It's Al Snow Wrestling Academy, and you can get to the Combine. You'll make it on Can Crusher's live uh, Facebook because we're going to be down there. But the other one is you don't stop training. You don't stop training. You know, baseball is another passion that of mine that you just you don't give up. You know, baseball players aren't signed into the majors instantly you know they have to go through the minor leagues and then in the minor leagues they continue to practice once they make it to the major leagues there's hitting practice there's pitching practice there's still practice so and not being like Allen Iverson training's very important and Raylan said it perfectly guys are you excited for season two of WOW I really am if you have not seen it uh, get on demand on any of your networks, or, I mean, any of your TV providers, or check them out. Some of them are on YouTube that you can find, but they are so good. They You just get to see women's wrestling pretty much at its best. WOW has, uh, I'm going to name names that, I, you know, that are out there that you guys will know. Some of you might not know the superhero names. There's Santana Garrett on there. There's Ray Lynn on there. Tessa Blanchard's on there. With those three within itself right there, why the hell aren't you watching it? But there, there's so many more. Make sure you check it out. And again, thanks to Ray Lynn for being on Can Crushers. We'll be seeing Ray Lynn real soon in uh, everything. Follow her on all her social medias. She's a hoot. She really is. So remember, just because you're trash 
Doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can. Not a garbage cannot. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you on Wednesday with the normal show.